Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, boys. Hello. All right, Michael. It was it was you recently, Ben, who went on holiday and fell off a mode of transport, right? You on a scooter? Last November, I did. Yeah. Wow. I that... was in. Um, Wait, that was Riga. last November. A year it ago, was, man. Oh a my year ago. God, that genuinely felt like a story you told a couple of weeks ago. Wow. Oh <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. Well, well, I'm uh, wow. Christmas, but... Well, then I'm happy to say I can also join the ranks of a person who fell off <gasps> oh, no. a mode of transport in another country in November. Oh. oh, Michael, I'm going to be honest, if anybody I knew, if I had to guess out of anybody I knew on this <laughs> planet that had fallen off an, an e-scooter in another country, it would be you. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, 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 fall, I fall off my bike quite a lot. Um, usually. Do you? Yeah, but it's... Are you like, okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, he did every take time a I... brick to the head when he was a child, so... <laughs> I'm indestructible. He like, did, yeah. That's yeah, true. like how people like like take little amounts of poison uh, to build mm. up a tolerance i just yeah. start with a brick to the head and then my tolerance is like up here now right. so i can take anything one uh, day <laughs> yeah. sorry to interrupt you like just what we say uh one day you will be one of the people that you bring along to the podcast like <laughs> someone will be telling a story about this guy called michael johnson who <laughs> took a brick to the head fell off a scooter <laughs> uh, ate silica gel and he was just indestructible <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, that's There'll why be I'm a building Wikipedia up to. article about you in yeah. like uh, 50 years' time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm building up to a magnum opus, but that's a secret for now. That's for you to find out in 30 oh. years. Ooh. <laughs> oh, dear. So, what happened then? Um, so, it wasn't a scooter, it was an electronic bicycle because oh. I, I, I love my bikes and I couldn't resist. I had a couple of trips around uh, Berlin, it was lovely. And mm. I was like, i got to get across the city. Uh, I need to do it quickly. Going to rent another bike. And I went a slightly different route, uh, which had tram lines on it. Don't worry, I didn't get run over by the tram. But instead, as I was on the road, one of my bike wheels, like, got lodged into the, like, little gap for the tram to go through. The rail, yeah. Yeah, and I just, like, like, bikes slipped out from under me. And in front of, like, a large, large crowd of people, I just slid and crashed to the ground. Oh, Uh, my Did you dab? Did you save it with a dab? <laughs> it's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just, just let me go. I don't want to be here. <laughs> and like, he's fine. He's, he's fine. fine. He's dabbed. Yeah. Oh. He's dabbed. That would have been pretty cool. They're oh. heavy as well, those e-bikes, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they heavy. really are. Yeah. Met- big, heavy metal things. Mm. Yeah, quite a graceful fall, at least. I slid onto my side and concerned passers-by were like, oh my God, you need to sit down. You're in shock. I was like, nope, nope, I'm fine. Bye. And just sped I'm off fine. into I'm the embarrassed. distance. I'm embarrassed. Leave yeah. me alone. Yeah, please don't talk to me. Don't look at me. But... It just well, it doesn't kill you, makes you stronger. Well, it makes you a little bit weaker for a little bit. Ouch. Ooh, mm. ouch. That's true. Yeah. It's quite exciting. It was a real bit of excitement in my holiday. I highly recommend trying it, Peter. Yeah, you're, you're next yeah, on the me, list. Yeah, it's me. I'm the you're next one. the last one. one. Yeah. Okay. Last one to, to get COVID. Last one to Ooh. slam into the floor of an e-scooter. I'll give it a go next oh. time. I know it's tempting. Mm. Oh, yeah. you want to. God. Well, we have a date that you will need to add to your calendars. Mm-hmm. And that is Friday the 8th of December. 
because confirmed, that is when we will be doing a Vidiots reunion stream on Twitch. So twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots official. Come along for a fun evening filled with maybe something to bid on. Maybe some brand new merchandise that you might want to check out. Everybody brings a thing along and some assorted other silly bollocks. And uh, we do hope you can join us. That will be, I think... We've set the rough time of 8 p.m., but we will confirm GMT. that on socials closer to the time. Uh, yeah, GMT. And uh, yeah, come along. What is this? Vidiot's reunion four, five? Oh, God. Uh, We've done at least one a year, haven't we? 2018. So f- will it be four? Because there wasn't know. one in 2018. I don't know. Let's, let's, let's call it the fifth. Fifth's a better number. We'll just skip number four. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah shall we? Shall we just skip fifth. straight to regardless? <laughs> it's just the fifth one. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Well, we do hope you can join us there over mm. on Twitch. Yeah. Very exciting times. Very exciting times. Shall we? Um, do you want to? Shall yeah, we? Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Here we shall. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Potty. It's the official, official, idiots, idiots podcast. podcast. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three R's, where everybody brings a, a thing, thing along to, to talk, talk about. about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. It's been a little while since we recorded because we did two back-to-back. Oh, yeah. In terms of week weekly recordings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so how, how the devil are you, Peter Austin? Oh, you know full well how I am because I see you every day. Well, in fact, I that's don't see true. you every day anymore. I oh, only see you no. at most three days a week and then less oh. than that if we're, you know, doing our own thing. Um, yeah. So uh, that's the that's what happens when you're... You know, high-flying management like us, you spend less time with other members of staff, which is not really how management should work, really. No, it's not at all. (laughs) Management. Less time with the staff. I mean, yeah, but that's the dream of management, isn't it? So you can elevate to that point to not do less work. So, yeah, congratulations. Mm. You've made it. Thanks. Great. Yeah, um, the the less we have to see each other, the more successful we've become, I think. Yeah, seems to be it. it. Uh, How are you, Michael Johnson? I am... Fan Dabby Dozy, yeah, I'm fresh off my holiday. And injuries aside, had a lovely time. Good. Berlin's absolutely Brilliant. delightful. What oh. were the vegan options like in Germany? So good. Like, I mean, I think Berlin's a bit of an outlier in that it's, yeah. you know, it's it's hipster as fuck. Um, but cosmopolitan. Mm, yes, cos- <laughs> cosmopolitan. Um, really good. I mean, I ate like absolute crap the entire time. I just ate burger, kebab, and currywurst. So yeah, mm. good times. Good yeah. times. Amazing. Mm. Sounds great. How are Mike, you? Ask Ben. Yeah. Uh, ask yeah, don't, 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 don't worry. Don't worry. Thank you. I got your text, you guys. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Hi, Ben. I'm also... Yeah? Yeah. How are you doing? What? How are you? Oh, thank you, Michael. Yeah, yes. thank you for asking. Yes. I appreciate you asking. Um, I'm I'm also off my holidays, although not quite as recently as you. Uh, I was in Poland uh, for a week, and uh, I did a very similar thing to you in that I just drank lots of cheap alcohol mm. and uh, ate my body weight in uh, bad foods. And I honestly, I still feel like I'm sort of recovering now. <laughs> I still kind of feel bloated and uncomfortable <laughs> wearing belts <laughs> on my jeans. Uh, so I clearly did it very well. And... Yeah. Um, to to sort of follow up on your uh, your tale of vegan conquest in Berlin, mm. I'll say that the vegan options uh, in the two cities I went to, Roklaw and oh god, Krakow or Krakow. Correct. Thank you. I always forget it. Yeah, um, were were brilliant. 
There's a place in Krakow called uh, Vigab, and it's just a vegan kebab place, and it was Mm. fucking lovely. We went there twice, and uh, the kebabs were massive, and (laughs) I felt sick, and it was great. Uh, So, yeah, Poland had a a lovely time out there, beautiful country, Mm. Um, had some strange uh, slimy foods, which I was not expecting. Uh, Went to a beer hall type place, and they served us some rye bread with, like, lard spread on it and like sort of porky pork cracklingy bits kind of on it as well we didn't ask for it it was just put on our table and two of us going weren't vegan (laughs) so we were like well we've got to try this out of politeness and uh maybe it was just the darkness of the room but the texture was unfamiliar and frightening and uh (laughs) we we couldn't finish the we couldn't finish the bread. We mm. probably upset the proprietor a little bit. Yeah, they brought you the free bread lard p- pig. <laughs> I know. You didn't eat it. The lard yeah. does sound a bit much, though. That just give us yeah. some flora. That's the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you got any margarine? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're we're all on our. We've all had a holiday apart from Peter. I'm about oh. to go away though, a staycation. Hey. I'm going away in the UK, but uh, yeah, oh, yeah, just gonna go and just do do nothing in a house that is in the middle of a fucking field yeah. and the field is in the middle of a fucking nothing and i'm gonna <laughs> yeah, have really a lovely is. time is that what you're doing this weekend yes yeah i'm oh, going lovely. well i'm going to a wedding on saturday but then immediately after that we're heading off for like three days mm-hmm. to um a, sh- a shack which we'll let, really uh, enjoy. the love shack yeah let the love the- shack let the social battery drain right down at the wedding and then retreat into the woods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's the best kind of shack in that it's like got all the mod cons inside. You you mm. come you're driving up to it on this like bumpy road full of potholes and you're like, because we've been before once and we and you're like, hmm, how's this gonna be? And then you get in and it's like warm and airtight and has good Wi-Fi and uh, a, a, like a massive. Uh, it has a the the ensuite in the bathroom is sort of down like a half height wall. Um, which wouldn't be good if you were with there if you're there with someone who you're not married to or in a relationship with. But uh, so the, you can basically lie in the bath and watch the TV in the bedroom. Um, in this really nice, oh, it's, it's great. Yeah, can't wait to go. Fantastic. Well, I hope you have a lovely time, Peter. Thank you. I'm sure I will. And I've now somehow got to segue from all of us talking about the lovely holidays we've been on or are going on and uh, ask for money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you go to podiots.com uh, and if you donate £3 or more, you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast. You'll join Pod Squad. You'll support what we do here at Podiots. And obviously, we massively appreciate it. Just an advance warning, we haven't yet decided, but there, there will either be one or two episodes before christmas we will let you know in the social media post if it is the final episode before christmas because we normally take a break over christmas and new year um just in case you want to buy a pod squad shout out for a friend or a loved one or something Mm -hmm. like that Uh, so be aware that the that will be coming up soonish but we will let you know in the post that goes out if that's you know your last chance yeah shall we start off michael johnson with the pumpy platoon we shall we begin with Palestina Math, the Blobbit Dildo Shaggins, Good. Stephen Scores, Blobby's Wobbly Nobby, Lord Brotovich, and Ooh, where, where, wow, that's a harsh word. Where the cunt is Freddie Weber? Oof, <laughs> Oof. good for me. I wash my mouth right. out with soap after that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you all. Just we very all... quickly, I'd, I'd like to point out that the uh, Palestina Math one. Mm. 
uh, there's a note that comes with it that says solidarity with Palestine via a wrestling pun. Uh, That's right, we did say that, yeah. Just, just want to make that clear mm-hmm. yeah. before we continue. Yeah, fair yes. enough. Uh, we've also got Gromit, Grom, Gromit Romney or Gromit Romney. Uh, <laughs> Miss, Mr. Macca, can I pet that dog? Prince Beefcakes, Isaac Cox and oh. Donak07. And finally, we have John Dillerman, doxed myself last pod, must be too chuggy for Streamlabs, and reverse poo, go back up bum. <laughs> and that's your pod squad. For this oh, I week. shouldn't have Podiots. had a drink after com. the last one. That was ooh, that, uh, very nearly spewed water everywhere. Mm. Mm. Did you enjoy that one? I did. Yeah, the last well, one that's getting my vote for my favourite. Oh, is it? <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go for Gromit Romney. Yeah. That is very clever as well. <laughs> yeah. Podiots.com, £3 or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of next podcast. Thank you so much, Pod Squad, for this week. Uh, Michael Johnson, it is now, I believe, your turn to edit the podcast and also select some wonderful things that have been submitted by the listeners slash viewers. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel, by the way. We've got cameras and everything. Ooh, ooh, jazz hands. Is everyone else doing jazz hands? Yeah, I'm, I'm waving. doing jazz hands. I'm making now. a real treat for the viewers. Jazz hands. Michael, don't do that. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, Stop oh, it. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Put it away. Uh, uh, well, you see that in the video. I did, I, I did Pachiti's. What was it? The, the, the double. Oh, the oh, wanky yeah. cock yeah. The Pachiti thing. Yeah. <laughs> the Pachiti things. Yeah, you know. Uh, um, I forget how this works. It's been a long time. Is it? Do I choose myself for the first thing or do I choose one of you? You just choose a person to do a user submitted thing. Yeah, I choose mm. another person. I think I you think chose normally. me before. I feel like I've been chosen first before. Well, then, Peter, you are the chosen one this time. Thank you very much, Michael Johnson, for choosing me. And thank you to um, Will Malley at Will Malley uh, for sending this in via our Twitter post. Maybe it might be Maley. I think it's Mally. This is according to the Manchester Evening News.co.uk, uh, written by Neil Shaw. Um, oh, and Ashley Blakely. It's a collaborative Ooh. effort. Blimey. It must be really good. Oh, yeah. It is. Here we go. Nudist asked to leave Weatherspoons after bending over for Popperdom. Oh, no. It actually says Popperdom, which I believe is another accepted spelling. And I like that because it sort of reminds you of the word bum. Ah, um, yeah. The, U- the U-M at the end. This is why uh, there's two writers on this one. It's- yeah. <laughs> um, there is a subheading now, and it's a quote from the Nudist, I believe. We all have a bottom and they all look the same. <laughs> no, oh. they don't. No, no they, they don't. don't. <laughs> no, they definitely don't. Some bottoms okay. are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Um, so, a nudist has slammed Weatherspoons after he was asked to leave one of their pubs for accidentally exposing his bum. Richard Collins said staff at his local branch of the chain tried to bar him after he, and this is in quotes, accidentally flashed while bending down to flick some poppadom off his seat. Sure. The 67-year-old said he usually goes around naked, but had donned a sweatshirt and hoodie and a short suede skirt with no underwear on when he went for dinner at the pub. After ordering a chicken tikka curry at the bar, Richard said he noticed some food on his seat before bending over to flick it off claiming he did not know a mother and her teenage daughter were sitting behind. Oh, no. Um, oh, well, there's a photo of the guy, actually. Hang on, let me share that with you. Um, Is it so, a picture of his bum? 
Uh, well, <laughs> uh, sadly not. I was going to say that's you can decide whether you would like to see that man's I mean, bum or not. I don't. I really, really don't want to judge a book by its cover. Yeah, but this man definitely pulled his ass out on purpose. Yeah. Well, also, <laughs> I could have told you that he looks exactly like that if you told me it was a sixty-seven-year-old nudist. They all all nudists, <laughs> male nudists, seem to have the great big bushy beard. I think mm. every single one does for some reason. Yeah. Beards are the acceptable clothes in that world. Yeah. I know that's a sweeping generalisation I've just made, but you know what? <laughs> if you're a nudist and you're listening and you don't have a beard, good for you. Um, <laughs> put some pants on. Yeah, put some pants on in Weatherspoons. Richard, who says he has been visiting the John Logie Baird pub four Sorry? times a That's what it's called, John, John... Logie Baird. Yeah, that's the guy who did uh, d- did the TV, right? Yeah. I think, oh. it's just, I, think, I think it might be called the John Logie Baird, I guess, wow. named after him. Okay, respect. We like John Logie Bear. We do because we he do. reminds we us love all John Logie Bear. <laughs> because he reminds us all of Yogi Bear. That's the yes, only reason. Yes, that's yeah. it. That's what he made. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Richard, who says he's been visiting the John Logie Bear pub four times a week for ten years. Bloody hell! And wait wow. till wait for the second half of this sentence. Blamed the mother and daughter for looking up his skirt <sighs> and sa- and said they should have averted their eyes if they didn't like it. Hmm. You can't um, just get your bumhole out. That's no. <laughs> you just don't. We, you we are accepted as a modern civilized society. We keep our bumholes well hidden. He said, oh. "If you or your child look up someone's skirt, then don't complain if you don't like what you see. Avert <sighs> your eyes." The founder of Naturists UK said it was ridiculous that the manager asked him to leave for bending over with no underwear on, despite Richard claiming he was properly covered. I mean, if he's the founder of Naturist UK, I think that just pays even more like credence to the fact that he probably was flashing um mm. and uh, that might also be why i recognize this man because he's probably been on the news at some point so uh it makes sense why he looks familiar uh so the incident spurred richard who's been a nudist for 40 years to campaign for naturist rights to be formally formally recognized in legislation so that he and fellow nudists can walk into any pub naked and get served Oh, man. Richard shared the story to a Facebook group with more than 5,000 members claiming the ordeal spoiled an otherwise lovely day of naked cycling, sunbathing and swimming. Oh, that does sound quite nice, actually. It does, but, uh, <laughs> you know, people people have to opt into that. I think he yeah. also spoiled a lovely day of going for a Weatherspoon's tea with mum and daughter, <laughs> potentially. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Weatherspoon said they ask all customers to dress appropriately and, more specifically, in a way which would not cause offence to employees or other customers. They stood by the branch's decision and said the pub's management quite rightly didn't think Richard was dressed appropriately. Richard said, I was quite unhappy being asked to leave. I thought it was a bit extreme. The manager could have just said, we just had a complaint. Could you be a bit more careful and not bend over? When I got my dinner, I was sitting there quite upset and anxious, but I wasn't going to make a big scene. I don't want... I don't... I don't want to get banned. It's one of the places I eat regularly, and I was going to say the manager, say to the manager, it's not nice to be discriminated against. Oh, so have I? Has he only been asked to leave? He's not been banned permanently. No, I don't think he has. Right. Okay. So we didn't want to kick up a fuss. Um, again, it's sort of it's got all the filler in it. I was wearing a skirt, which is not that short. So when I'm walking around normally, I'm properly covered, etc., etc. Um, Richard claimed the agitated mother of a teen girl spoke to a staff member at the bar before the manager asked him to leave. He added, um, 
uh, asked him to leave for not wearing any underwear and bending over. He added, a minute later, the manager appeared, a young woman, and said, it appears you're not wearing any underwear. And the child on the table behind saw when you bent over. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I replied, I never wear any underwear, but I don't make a habit of bending over. There was something on the seat. And asked if I could move and sit somewhere else, as I'd already ordered and paid for my food. I thought it was ridiculous. Um, It's a very long article. I think we've got the gist at this point. Uh, He says... He did later say, um, I prefer to wear nothing at all. Most people aren't bothered. It's all about fun and freedom. It's just a body. I'm used to being naked in public as I've been a naturist for 40 years. For two years, I've been cycling in Hastings naked and everybody accepts it. I'm well known. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm sure you are well known. There's no question about that. Don't go complaining, discriminating and committing a hate crime. I don't wear pants ever. Not for you, not for anyone. We all have a bottom and they all look the same. Get over it. (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, there we go. Um, Oh, man. So he's not that apologetic that a child saw his arse slash bollocks. He does sound very upset about the whole ordeal, but I don't feel like it's for the right reasons because, hey, all all for you being a a naturalist or a naturist or whatever it is if you want to be nude, but that... There, there are lines, and you should probably be aware of those. And if there you are cross them, to do it. yeah, you you could you you know he's lucky it couldn't have been way worse. Yeah, that's him. the thing. Like, I agree that if if that's what he wants to do in in the right place and at the right time, then that's fine. But he should be upset about this. What he should be upset about is that a child and a and a mother, but especially a child, saw his ass in yeah. Weatherspoons and was upset by it. That he he should be upset about that but he's upset that he was asked to leave weatherspoons um so yeah that is I think quite he's, a low point to be wrong. fair being asked to leave a spoons I yeah, yeah you, have to, you have to really mess up to be asked <laughs> to leave spoons oh god uh, I, I, I googled the dude's name just because i'm curious and he's got news articles about him dating back 20 years pretty much yeah. oh That's wow awesome. yeah he is known in the area oh mm-hmm. yes yes yeah <laughs> Mm. He's not done anything too naughty though. Just just little interactions with the police here and there when he's yeah. sitting naked on benches and whatnot. Just come on, sir, please. Right. Oh. Well, uh thank you, Mikey, and thank you to um uh oh hang on. Will was it? Hang on, let me open the Discord, please. There we go. Will Malley. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Yeah. Thank you, Will. <clears throat> I would like to do my thing next, if that's Ooh. all right. Oh, go okay. ahead. Um, as always, I like to keep the, the, the bar high for podiats in terms of taste and elegance and, and interesting historical stories. So I've got a, a ripper of a tale today. Okay. In Spider-Man, a young Peter Parker is given superpowers by a radioactive spider bite and decides to fight crime. In Daredevil, a young Matt Murdock gets covered in radioactive material and develops supersonic senses, also deciding to fight crime. In 19th century France, a young Joseph Puyol 
was taking a swim when he realised he could inhale vast volumes of water through his anus. Oh. Uh, oh. What's his superhero name? <laughs> Actually, there's one coming up. So uh, see, see if you can guess it. Okay. Eventually, he decided to turn this into a hit stage show at the Moulin Rouge under the name of Le Petomain, and in English, the Fartomaniac. Oh, <laughs> okay. Have it, have it. So, yeah, this is, yeah, in the olden days, okay, can you imagine? This, this, this is a man who does fart tricks, and it's at the Moulin Rouge. What a, what a place. What a place. Incredible. The sky's the limit for you, Michael Johnson. I know, yeah, I know. You I need go to go far. I could really, I could go fart. Could go I could, go. <laughs> there oh it God. is. Hey, hey. Yeah, one day. Well, maybe after this I'll feel inspired and you'll see me on stage soon. I should hope so. We already seen you on stage. You didn't do a fart though. We just saw you nearly die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just asphyxiated yeah, by Dick that. and Dom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my revenge on them one day. They'll be asphyxiating. Mm. All right, let's get a little bit of history on Puyol. Born in 1857, he was on holiday when he discovered his superpower. I do like that. The article repeatedly references it as a superpower, which... Yes, it is. Kind of is, yeah, yeah. Still in school at the age of 10, which turned out to be a complete waste of time, given his eventual career, he was holding his breath underwater when he felt... Oh, this is kind of gross, actually. When he felt the strange, cold sensation of a large volume of ocean water shooting up his bum bum. Oh. Mm. He understand, understandably fled the water, and then the water came out. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> An idea's blossoming here. <laughs> this is a superpower. <laughs> the boy mentioned the incident to his family doctor, who laughed and dismissed his gift, telling him it was nothing to be concerned about rather than have to contact the Avengers. Right. For a time... Joseph forgot about his skill. It was a fleeting experience, and he just forgot all about it. But years later, after recounting the anecdote to his friends in the French army, he decided to try it once more. <laughs> okay. I really, I would like, I would be tempted to join the army for a little bit if I didn't have to do any like the army stuff. Just, I just want to hang out with. Just talk about Puyol. your fart powers and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably some, you get some interesting people there. It'd be quite fun to be a fly on the wall for that, but. Don't like guns, so ain't gonna do mm, it. Yeah. Um, and at the army base with his friends gathered round, presumably resigned to the fact that the dinner party didn't quite have the original classy tone they had intended, Puyol placed his bum below the surface of some water and sucked hard. Oh <laughs> god. How do you do that? I can't even yeah. the muscles required to do sucked. that. Sucked. That's the thing. If it was just that he had a very loose anus oh, and it was just sort of flowing in almost against his control, that would make more sense to me. You know, just naturally filling the cavity. But it's like he's actively like hoovering it up, which is very strange. <laughs> yeah. I went to school with Lucy Anus. Loose anus, uh, yeah. Well done, well done. <laughs> god. Oh, this is, I read this, and it's, it was funny, and now, like, I'm saying the words, it's so graphic. I think that that's probably about as hard, as bad as it gets. We'll find out. I am replacing the word anus with bum-bum, though, so, um, mm-hmm. to shield our ears. And, yeah, he put his bum beneath the water, sucked in, and amazingly, he could still do it. And with further training, he discovered that he could suck up about two litres of water. Wow. And roughly the same volume of air. Good Lord, this dude is inflating himself. Oh, my God. Uh, He could do all that in one go by bending over, covering his nose and mouth, and then contracting his diaphragm, which I think I did have a go of it. It didn't quite make sense. Like, I just don't understand the mechanics of it. 
That's very strange. Truly is a superpower. Um, so yeah, he contracted his diaphragm. This increased the volume of his abdomen, pulled in air, much in the same way your lungs do. And after a few intense training bouts, he, he could also vary the volume and pitch of his farts. So this man had gained total control over his rear. Wow. Um, he could also do impressions of other people's farts. As what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. That's that, the like, first time I've ever heard anyone doing that. Does That's it sound a... like a fart? Well, it must be. A, it's a pretty good impression then, I suppose. <laughs> oh, God. It seemed like there'd be like a line of people all coming up, performing, and he'd like a call and response, like dueling yeah. banjos. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, da, 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 yeah. Do impressions of other people's farts. Play the flute from behind, which I quite wow. like. And blow smoke rings out of his bum and mouth at the same time. Oh God! Wow. wow. Okay. Was that? So does that? Does that mean he's smoking from both ends, or is he going from one end and the smoke's coming out both? Surely he's got a signal. No, they're ends. not plumbed in together. I think he must be putting a cigarette in his in his bum bum as you. If, if he can suck water in, he can definitely inhale smoke yeah, through his bum. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh dear, I need to I need to stop doing farts. I think it's run its course. Actually, no, this is good farts. Superpower farts. Yeah, this is incredible. Definitely. Never stop. No, no, don't. Don't. It wouldn't be the same. <laughs> no, I could never stop, sadly. I'm I'm just built this way. Um and to top it all off, his farts were also completely orderless. He had his shreddies uh, on. Wow. Very good. Um so and this is probably perhaps to Puyol giving himself five enemas a day, so he's squeaky clean. Oh. God, that can't be good for your like microbiome. I don't think mm. any of this is good for your microbiome. No. Do we it's know how bad. long he lived for? Ooh, I think it's in here somewhere. Ooh, um, let's see. So he was born 1857 and he died 1945. Wow. Wow. Blimey. He's cracked it. Eternal life. Suck up. Cracked smoke it. out Very your bum. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, we're on fire tonight, boys. Oh, dear. Um, a 2013 paper in the journal French Cultural Studies explained the air he expelled and used his sphincter muscles to make vibrate, much as we do with our vocal cords when we speak and sing, was fresh air he had breathed in through his bum bum. Um, but after, after he'd spent his time honing his skills and doing little performances, his eyes lit up with dollar signs and he decided it was time to hit the road and take the show to the greater public, all the French people line up to see a fart man. Oh boy. Um, before long, he secured an audition at the Moulin Rouge where he nervously sucked up water and cleaned out his moneymaker before playing tunes to the owner who hired him immediately. <laughs> I was like, this is exactly what we've been looking for. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's, it's, yeah, this is this is this is what we want to bring the punters in. This is a real family show. This is it. Mm. This is time the Moulin Rouge goes global. Um, so yeah, you may picture Paris as pretty sophisticated, but people went absolutely nuts for a man on stage squeaking out La Mars. Oh, oh, French words La Marseille, Marseille. Yeah, Ma Marseille. Yeah. Yeah, squeaking out La Marseille from his butthole. He wow. became the highest paid performer in the whole of France. Wow. <laughs> Moat's fart. Hey! Oh. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, this dude. Michael Poobleater writer stuff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we gotta keep it going, keep it. And yeah, this, this dude really, he really propelled himself to the top of his craft. And for for a time, things were good, but then he threw it all away by no. doing something the Moulin Rouge could not tolerate, and that was passing gas on his own personal time. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you find out. He's uh, God. Joseph attempted, attempted to drum up business for his friend's gingerbread stand by farting tunes to draw in the crowds. Oh. Oh. And uh, the Moulin Rouge saw this as a breach of his contract. Essentially, they argued that he was only allowed to pass gas within the confines of the club, which is quite... That's quite, that's quite a lot. you got to go, you got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Like, this dude's a professional. You're not going to stop him. He's got to practice somewhere. Um, and yeah, the legal disputes led to the end of his performances at the Moulin Rouge. But then he set up his own club. From <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he set up his own club just based off him farting. But sadly, didn't quite have the same accolade as the Moulin Rouge. So he didn't quite earn as, enough mon- as much money. But I think there's job satisfaction in being your own boss. Which, um, yeah, it's good. Good for him. He was replaced by... Um, at the Moulin Rouge by another fart act, La Femme Petomaine, who was later revealed to have merely been pretending to fart using a set of bellows concealed under her skirt. Uh, How did she hide that? (laughs) Big skirt. Big skirt, must be, yeah. I can't believe they were like, shit, we need to replace Fart Man. We'll get someone else in and someone, I guess, thought, I can can, can con these mothers. Yeah. Wow, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize such an appetite for fart performances in ye olde Paris, but hey, we never change. Uh, so Puyol made a living for decades with his act uh, before World War One put a stop to things. After the war, his act had gone out of fashion, sadly, <laughs> with some suggestion that that could have been because people viewed gas comedy as in poor taste following extensive war gassings. Wow. Oh. I think that's quite that's quite a loose connection. Right. Come it's on, Arkell. Yeah. I think yeah. that's also maybe people just weren't quite as up for farts after the war. Like slightly soured mood. You don't want to go yeah. to a club and watch a man do big farts. Well, maybe you do. Maybe you do. Um, um though we'd love you love to tell you more about how he was physically able to fart like this. Did he f- possess unique physiology? Or can we all unlock this talent? <laughs> but we're unable to do so. Upon his death in 1945, his family refused to let doctors have a poke around in there to see what was going on. There are some things in this life which simply must be treated with reverence, one of his sons remarked. (laughs) Uh, His secret, like a fart dissipating in front of a packed audience, may be lost forever. Oh, Oh, wow. What a tale to leave behind. So poetic. That's that's the story of Pooh Yule. (laughs) <laughs> what a man what? wow I should, I should try and find a picture of him I mean, Joseph Puyol is there any any drawings of him any art uh, oh wow there's pi- can, wow there is pictures of him you can wow. freaking smell him <laughs> oh he looks he looks like a cheeky little fart I'll tell you that <laughs> he's just he's just a dude with a healthy healthy moustache um, good so yeah absolutely delightful there's not a family resemblance, is there, Mikey? This could be some long-distant oh, ancestor. <laughs> he's bending over as well. Oh, he's really getting In into it. In a Weatherspoons, yeah. no doubt, as well. Yeah, it? probably. Devastating. 
me and Puyol are physically linked, but I don't think we're related. But man, oh. what an inspiration. Oh, you if you ever find a little special talent, you take that to the bank. You that's do. It's going to make you rich. Yeah. You deserve it. And that's the story oh, of farts. <laughs> well, like listening, boys. Definitely one of the original superheroes, I would say. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think what what um, pun was coming up. I think you said there was one in the article, didn't you? Um, the fartomaniac. Oh, was, fartomaniac. Was his, okay. That was well. That was his stage name. Yeah. Right. Well, I was thinking. Um, you know, it could be based on those four Marvel characters: the one who's like made of stone, the one who sets on fire, and then the leader. That's Mr. Fantastic, isn't oh, it? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Fantastic Four. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. Thank oh, you very Jesus. much. But yeah. Well, I'm sure we're off to something equally as cultured. Uh, ben, would you like to give us your article? Yes. This comes to us courtesy of Mike Wicked at Mike Wicked 80 on Twitter. It's a news article from ABC News Australia. Tasmanian woman tells office she can't come in as 600 kilograms Neil the Seal is blocking her car. Oh no, Neil. Neil. Do you want to see Neil the Seal? I'd love to. Here is a picture of Neil the Seal. I've just sent it back to Michael. Who's already <laughs> hey, seen I'll it. enjoy that. Let me try wow. that again. Let's put oh. it in the right channel this time. There, yeah, here he comes. It's Neil. Oh, big lad. I must admit, I was expecting a bigger seal. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at the size of the car. Is there fair. a Nerf gun underneath it? <laughs> there is, yeah, he's armed too. <laughs> it's still big, but, you know, I, I think I got overexcited. I thought it might be like an elephant seal, um, which Aww. is huge. Help keep family and friends informed by sharing this article. It's says, <laughs> uh, southern... seal's about... Yeah, you'd be careful, everyone. A southern Tasmanian woman says she uh, says she has found the best excuse ever to not go to work after she woke up with a 600-kilogram seal in her front yard. The tagged southern elephant seal, affectionately known as Neil to locals, has garnered quite the internet following over the past few years. He is known for popping up at beaches around Hobart, I assume, sunning himself on roads and playing with the traffic cones that were put out in place to protect him. <laughs> for all his antics, Southern Beaches resident Amber Harris never expected to see him in her yard. <sighs> He's outside having a little nap, she told ABC Radio Hobart. He has moved around. He has been on my front deck. He had his little head, well, big head, up on my hammock, and he's now bl down blocking my car. Miss <laughs> Harris said when she saw the seal in her yard, she called her boss to let them know she was going to be late. There's not a lot you can do with a 600 kilogram seal at your car, she said. Work got all the photos. They knew it was legitimate. It's given everyone in the office a bit of a laugh. A bit of a laugh. Miss Harris Aww. said a wildlife expert had told her there was little hope of tempting Neil away from her car with food. He probably won't eat anything because when he comes up onto land, he'll be up here for about three to four weeks and he usually uses that for hibernation, she said. Oh, However, God. a few hours of hanging out in her yard seemed like enough for Neil as he was later spotted moving, uh, moving his way back towards the beach. Uh, and that's essentially it. Neil the seal... Did not want her to go to work is another picture of Neil. It's a much more flattering photo of Neil, I think. He's very photogenic in that one. Oh, wow. Oh, that's great. Oh, he's just perched up against a car, kind of back-arched, head, head over his back. Wow. And there's his traffic cones they talk about. Yeah, there's his traffic cones. Yeah. I have no oh. idea why he's chosen my front yard, but he's welcome to stay as long as he wants, it says. Oh. This is lovely. Oh, uh, he's quite cute. 
Are there any uh, racist comments underneath? No, there aren't. That's a shame. Hey. Um, I found Neil the Seal's Instagram account and all the pictures of him. There is just traffic cones next to him. <laughs> so much following is him around. He's a known entity. Yeah. Oh, the second photo is great. Where he's smiling slash yelling. Oh, look at that. I like him. He could sleep in front of my car any time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, there we are. That's my listener submitted thing. Thank you. Thank Lovely. You. You're is welcome. the tag in the middle of his head. What's with those what's with the third and fourth picture? Oh, he's got going, yeah, he's got like some kind of weird tracker on there. He's got an antenna on his head. Yeah, very weird. Oh. Um, oh. Anyway, oh, yeah, it says it's a tracker in the comments. Oh, strange. Weird place to put uh, it. thank you very much for that story. That was wonderful. Incidentally, <laughs> someone uh, I did see a comment recently where someone was saying would we be able to add images to the video edit as we go? Um, so that people at home can see what we're talking about. I mean, it would add literally hours on top of uh, <laughs> our editing process because we would have to sit and listen through the entire podcast um, on top yeah. of what we already have to do. So, I mean, we, we post everything on Twitter, in threads, um, and also you can, you know, most of this stuff you can Google very easily. So I know it's not super handy, but if you are sitting somewhere with a screen, you probably can quickly pull out your phone and find the things that we're talking about, usually. so Yes, and also I believe, um, yeah, the if you don't want to have Twitter, you can go to vidiotsofficial.com and our Twitter feed is on the right-hand side of the homepage. So you can yeah. just scroll through it and, uh, mm. and see it there nice and easily. Yeah. Nice. Right, um, so it's my turn now for my own thing. I believe so. Yes. yes. Do well, uh, uh, pull up a chair, everyone, because I okay. thought you might like to know what the latest gossip is on my housing estate. Oh, right. It's juicy. all going down here. Yeah, oh, put on the kettle, juicy. Peter. Let's have a yeah. good old natter. <laughs> We're going to have a little a little gossip. Um, <laughs> so some, some things have been happening on this estate recently. Um, the way the situation is that I live on a like a, a a whole load of new build houses on a development site, and just down the road is another whole set of new houses which is being built by a different housing development. But we're all new here, basically. So there are several Facebook groups that now exist, of which I'm a member of none, uh, but Amy is a member of um, a couple. There's one for each of these two separate estates, and then uh, there's like one larger kind of we're all new build people kind of group <laughs> estate uh, uh, Facebook group. So she's a member of both. Um, and uh, recently someone posted on the uh, Facebook group for the other estate and they said, um, we've just uh, we just moved in this week. There seems to be a lot of blue lights uh, going around, sirens and stuff. Is this normal? For, oh, for this housing estate and you know we just moved in and there's a lot of like police and stuff just like going around the roads and uh, people were applying saying no no this isn't like we don't typically see a, a police presence it's normally all pretty quiet around here so that immediately piqued the interest of a lot of people um, and then uh, in fact I, need to, I, I made some notes here I've changed <laughs> names for anonymity uh, but it then became apparent that someone, let's call her Susan, 
who is apparently a bit of a known quantity on these Facebook groups for being a bit of a bit of a Karen and a bit of a loud voice. She's a she's a big name on uh, houses, you know. She's a she's a be a beano. Um, she posted saying, "I'll tell you, uh, I have had the police out um, for." One of one of the most horrific experiences of my life, she said. That's how she described it. Okay. So the police had been called. There had been an altercation on someone's doorstep. Someone had had to be restrained, and oh. uh, the police then came while this person was being restrained, kind of under a citizen's arrest, uh, to deal with the situation. Um, allegedly, it was someone who was going door to door. And seemingly they were, you know, kind of like scamming or something is what this woman was claiming. So we were all kind of interested by this. Now, as I say, we're not all the biggest fan of Susan. Um, Susan quite frequently frequently will go on these groups and she will say, thank goodness to, again, I've changed the names, but thank goodness that Hot Pipes Limited came out and fixed my plumbing uh, in an emergency. They're, they're just great. This is her husband's company. Um, so ah, she just right. likes to just post and say Ooh. how wonderful they are. I mean, I, when she says they came and fixed the leak under my sink, I think what she means is he was in the living room and then he came into the kitchen. So she's got a reputation. Um, but what happened was it, it later emerged that um, some people had been going around the estate and they were saying they were from HelloFresh. Okay. And they had knocked on her door. And she was like, you're not scamming me, sunshine. And so she or her husband grappled this woman who was oh, saying God. they're from HelloFresh and held on to them. Um, there were then some replies underneath this state, this this claim. And the, <laughs> it was from people saying, um, Susan, they, were, they really were HelloFresh. Oh, my God. Uh, they came round to my house. I'm already with HelloFresh. And they said, oh, okay, that's great. Well, do you know what? Here's a free code. And they have oh. input the code on their app. Oh, and uh, it works. And they're really from HelloFresh. Oh, so <laughs> what appears to have happened is that some two people, because they, uh, we've heard the, the rest of this story from, from other people who've posted on the Facebook group, but two people from HelloFresh uh, or representing HelloFresh have been going around all the new built houses because I guess it's a captive audience. Um <laughs> knocking on doors, saying, hello, have you heard of HelloFresh? If you say, yes, I have, they just give you a free code. If you haven't, they obviously try and get you to sign up. They've knocked on Susan's door with a clipboard and said, hello, I'm from HelloFresh. She said, no, you're fucking not. They've said, yes, I am. They've had an argument on the doorstep. And when it's got like really heated, they've said, all right, fine. You know what? I'm, I'm going. Like, never mind. Thanks for talking to me. Please visit HelloFresh.com. I'll see you later. And she has said, oh, no, you're not, you evil scammer, and got her husband to grab hold of this woman. What? Uh, and then the police had to be called round. So we don't know what happened to the HelloFresh lady, whether she got she got off there and then or if they took her into the station. But um, that... That has apparently been going down on my estate recently. So my these are the God. lovely people that I'm sharing my uh, my neighbourhood with. She could feasibly press charges, right? Well, I guess so, because they literally restrained her for no yeah. reason other than yeah. she knocked on the door, said, have you ever considered HelloFresh? They've said, you're not HelloFresh. And then they've 
they've like grabbed hold of her and said, you're not going to the police are here. She's never, go- Susan is never going to live this down in the Facebook group. No, no one's ever going to trust a single thing she says ever again. Big well, someone camera replied, Yeah, someone replied to Susan and said, it's a real shame this happened, Susan, because, you know, these people, they're probably, you know, a bit down on their look. They're not, they're not, I can't imagine many of them are pleased to be going door to door and getting, you know, yeah. those people get yelled at all the time by people. It's probably not their ideal job, but they're just trying to make ends meet, trying to make a living. And, uh, you know, you've made that you've made life that bit more difficult for that woman who mm-hmm. uh, you've done this to. So um, when I was watching this story on well, I was hearing this story <laughs> unfold on Facebook, I just thought this is like it's not it doesn't really sound real. It sounds like something from a kind of a farcical soap opera or something like it's almost a bit funny but it's not because it happened in real life to a real person that poor Um, woman yeah so if there's any more drama uh or positive reviews for hot pipes limited character on the block now so yeah you can have some stories please keep us posted facebook groups are the best Um, yeah i'm i'm still in the one from where i used to live before i moved here and uh, did you see the photo, Peter? Because I, I sent it around the office uh, last week. Maybe you were ill, actually. Right. Uh, but basically, someone um, someone managed to crash their car through a wall <laughs> on the on the oh estate God. where the speed limit is like five miles per hour. Yeah. And there's no through road. Um, I'll uh, I'll find a no, photo. I didn't see this. And and I'll send it to you because it's honestly it's it's unbelievable how that. Hopefully, you can pinpoint roughly where it is. Because you will also be absolutely amazed at how they have managed to do this. Right. Um, God. Well, let's just hope you don't have any parcels delivered. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. To, Never to collect them from there. <laughs> well, fortunately, as I say, she's actually in the the other like collection of houses, so she's a good like you know mm. quarter of a mile away from us. But um, yeah, she also the re- another reason she's got a reputation is that she started a neighborhood watch group. Oh, of course, of, she um, bloody oh, did. No. Yeah, of of her of her whole estate. Also, a smaller estate that's next to theirs on one side, but decided not to include our estate in it, as though we're not bothered about. You're you know, at fault. Yeah, you don't want. Oh know. my god, that photo you've sent. How did they do the, that? I don't know. Can I um, add that to the thread for the benefit I, of? Others? I assume or, that's fine, right? I don't think. I mean, yeah. I don't live there anymore, so I don't care. I mean, it's but, just a photo of. of yeah. Christ, that it's bonkers. Oh my god, that is just down the road from like a little bridge. Uh, which is one way anyway. So this person presumably was driving away from that bridge. So they either live down there or they've they've broken the law and gone through the the wrong way in the one way system, which a lot of people do because they're assholes. And then they've just Jesus. driven really fast through it and lost control and driven straight through a brick wall. I don't know how they've done it. Good Christ. grief! Looks cool though. That's like a yeah, hell of a does. brick explosion. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. All the there were like a dozen posts of people saying, "Oh, anyone know what's happened?" So like someone's <laughs> someone smashed their car through, and the, the council were clearing bricks from the <laughs> from the front of it because people wow. wouldn't wouldn't have been able to get their cars out in the morning otherwise. So yeah, crazy. Nuts. I sadly well, don't have any fun neighbor stories to share. I've had at most have just been people breaking into cars on the street, but that's fine. Right. I'd, yeah. I'd rather that than a lady. Pummeling an innocent HelloFresh worker to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the slow realization of someone replying saying, "No, no, they were, they were HelloFresh. I used the code and it was accepted." Oh, oh God! Jesus, just close the door on them. That's all you have to do. Yeah, 
I'm going to try to be a hero and look at you. Look at you. <laughs> well, I'm, I am very excited to hear more about what this woman gets up to because it sounds God like knows. she's a real character. Yeah, it's probably just the beginning of, uh, of more, I imagine. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Peter. Oh, you I, hope, uh, you're welcome. I hope things improve for you. It sounds like you're in a very dangerous neighborhood. Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. Oh, man. Thank you, Peter. Um, I shall read my viewer submitted story. Mm. I'm going to find go who on. submitted it. Go, go on, then. Go on, then. Fucking go do on, it. Go on. Go on, uh, do it. This one's from Chris Law at This My Twit Name on Twitter. And uh, this is some fast news, some fast, exciting news. Oh, 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 I tried to think of a good pun. I just came out with fast news. That's not good. Anyway, <laughs> just, not just fast food. Baby comes quickly at Atlanta McDonald's. Oh, no. Oh, God. Baby comes quickly at Atlanta McDonald's. Like, I could have said, like, oh, anyway. Yeah, a baby was born in a bloody McDonald's. Good God. Oh, God. I hope they called oh. it Ronald. Oh. <laughs> they've actually, Grimace. well, they've they've nicknamed Grimace. the baby Nugget. No. So, oh. this isn't too far off. <laughs> God damn oh. Yeah, the baby was nicknamed Nugget after a woman delivered a girl at an Atlanta McDonald's. Oh. I'm hoping, I'm praying that somewhere in this they're granted, like, free McDonald's forever. Surely, yeah. surely they'd do that. Uh, Alandria Worthy tells the news station that her labour was intensifying and her fiancé was driving her to the hospital Wednesday morning when they stopped so she could use the bathroom at the fast food restaurant. I thought they were going to say, stop to get a burger on the way to the hospital <laughs> giving birth. Oh dear. I went to the bathroom and my water broke immediately. Worthy said she started screaming and restaurant manager Tanisha Woodward went to see what was happening. I opened this door. I didn't see anyone, but I saw feet under the door, Woodward said. I opened, and she was on this toilet, lying back, screaming. Then I knew to tell my crew, we're having a baby today. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, good God. Woodward and two workers began to help. The fiancé, DeAndre Phillips, came in to check what was taking so long, only to find <laughs> Worthy giving birth. Oh, hey, love, hurry up. <laughs> Your Big Mac's getting cold. <laughs> I was trying to calm her down because she was frantic. Yeah, I, I would be too. I, why. Yeah. Uh, I was like, just breathe. I got her on the floor. Don't put her on the floor in McDonald's bathroom. No, Good I was God. thinking that. Yeah. Uh, I got her on the floor and I took off my clothes. The ladies at McDonald's were at her front side, holding her hands. I had her feet propped over my knees. We told her to push three pushes. She was a fighter. And less than 15 minutes later, Little Nugget was born. Wow. Quite very yeah. quick birth. That's, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. Like, Why? yeah, you like if you get in under a couple of hours, you've had a pretty good birth. So mm. McDonald's birth is the way to go. Um, oh, my God. It's still crazy that it happened, Worthy said. Yes, she popped out onto my hand, Phillips said. Cute. Mm. Mm, lovely. Mm, lovely. The parents tell the TV station, divine intervention brought them to McDonald's where three women could help. We are all mothers, and so we put our heads together, and we all needed a dad. We all needed daddy. Oh, uh, sorry. And all we needed daddy to do was catch the baby, and he did. <laughs> what if he missed? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> the amount oh, it's of gone in the toilet. That baby would have gotten. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. 
Oh, maybe you get like infected with Ronald McDonald DNA and grow oh, up God. to be a clown. It's, it just <laughs> grows clown shoes instead of feet. I mean, oh, some McDonald's toilets, they're not just dirty. I mean, that baby could have been born with an immediate heroin addiction. If it, is. Oh, it could, it could. It's true. Yeah. Oh, dear. Born in UV light, maybe. <laughs> just glad you didn't, it wasn't given birth to in Bedminster Asda. Oh, not only could you not see, but it might have been carried off by a seagull. The seagull DNA. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's just, yeah, that's the Bristol stork, right? The, the seagull. Yeah. <laughs> Brings the baby oh, and takes it away. Mm. Um, Although the baby's birth certificate reads, Nandi Aria Moremi Phillips, the McDonald's crew gave the baby girl another name. I Nandi? Said, Nandi, yeah. So it was born in a McDonald's, but it's basically called Nando's. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, Donald. Donald would have been better. Yeah. Uh, I said, we're going to give her, uh, going to name her Little Nugget. That's her nickname. McDonald's oh. Little Nugget, Woodward said. <laughs> <laughs> that, mic- that nickname may stick. <laughs> She's definitely a nugget. Phillips agreed. <laughs> and you nugget. Aww. Babies do look like nuggets, to be fair. Yeah, so, yeah, I could see yeah, that. Just, yeah, sort of. Yeah, just, just pale nuggets. <laughs> um, God. Phillips agreed. My parents loved the name too. We were like, okay, it fits her. My little nugget. Um, Steve Akinboro, who owns the franchise, awarded the employees. $250 gift cards. Gift um, cards? Yeah, that's cool. That's weak. Like, at least a year's supply. Or, like, Happy Meals until they're no longer a child. Like, come on. This is this is advertising 101. $250 gift card? Ugh. Um, mm. Woodward said he'll spend all the money on Nandy. Oh, I guess it's not even gift cards for McDonald's. It's just gift cards. Oh, just I guess for, for shops or whatever. That's- that's kind of better, I okay, guess. Yeah, I did, did think it was worrying when he said he'd spend all the money on the baby. It's like, yeah, oh, just <laughs> buy a loads of McDonald's in his first year of life. Oh, dear. And that's the story. So ah. congratulations, little Nugget. Welcome, welcome to the world. Yeah, welcome to the world, Nugget. Welcome. Glad you're yeah. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I promise things are so much more beautiful in that bathroom you were born in. You've got so much to see. <laughs> it gets so much worse. <laughs> oh dear thank you thank you boys and thank you Chris Law thank you Chris thank you Chris Law Ben where do we where do we go now it's me it's Ben's turn it's my turn now time for the final thing this is uh, a weird Capitia actually this one it's only a short one Mm -hmm. Uh, have you guys heard of Mohammed the horse (laughs) no I don't think so this rings bells, but no, I'm going to say no. Okay. We're going to learn about Mohammed the horse today. I'll send you a photo of Mohammed the horse. Just so you can... Because uh, you don't know what a horse looks like. No. Uh, but I this is I... this is a very particular horse, and that is what Mohammed the horse looked like. There he looks, is. looks great. He did. Mm, good boy. He looked great as well, I imagine. Oh. Mohammed was a German horse reportedly able to mentally extract the cube roots of numbers, which he would then tap out with his hooves. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have heard of this. What? I think it was on QI. Raised in the town of Elberfeld by Karl Kral in the late 19th and early 20th centuries, he was one of several supposedly gifted horses, the other being (laughs) Kluge, Hans, Zarif, Amasis, and later Bento, a blind stallion. Oh. Mohammed, the most gifted of the animals, could also allegedly perform music and even distinguish between harmony and discord. 
I have no what? idea what they're basing this on. There's, there's, there, there is a hyperlinked thing, uh, but it, it appears to. I can horses think? Learned commission says perhaps it is a linked article <laughs> from <laughs> 1913. So inconclusive. Uh, while all the horses raised by Kral could dem- uh, could demonstrate an apparent ability to read and do basic ar- basic arithmetic, <laughs> apparently. Muhammad could seemingly perform complicated calculations. When tested by psychologists and scientists, a number was written on a blackboard, and Muhammad was asked to exa- ex- uh, extract sorry, the cube root. His left foot represented the tens, while his right foot represented the ones, so that in order to give uh, the answer 65, he would tap six times with his left foot and five times with his right. This method of tapping was also used to demonstrate the horse's spelling, although according to reports, they did not correctly handle German orthography, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, German orthography is the orthography used in writing the German language. So <laughs> fuck's sake. That's not helpful. Um, Kroll himself professed disbelief in the notion that Muhammad might be some sort of genius, arguing that human idiot savants are also able to perform mathematical functions rapidly in their heads. Mm. Scientists examining the horses attempted various tests to prove that the horses were being uh, s- proved that the horses were being signaled. Hang on, yes, I attempted to uh, prove that the horses were being signaled answers by crawl, and even attempted to blindfold the horses by tying sacks over their heads and by observing them in the stable through peepholes. According to Kroll, Mohammed, the most intelligent of the horses, which is an excellent description, (laughs) eventually began to communicate spontaneously, sometimes even tattling on other horses for being lazy or even on the grooms for beating them. Among the scholars who tested the horses and came away impressed by them were psychologist Edward Claparerde, who claimed they were genuine, and Belgian writer Maurice Maeterlinck, who claimed that Kral had humanised the horses. And then the final line <laughs> is devastating, and I want you to just prepare for this one. Oh, no. Muhammad disappeared in World War I, in which he served as a draft animal. Oh, oh, oh he can no. do maths. He should be with, like, the cord crackers. Not, yeah. not on the field. So this article has a few hyperlinks, but all the hyperlinks seem to lead to articles that are very similar to this write-up, which are apparently he can do maths. It says in this write-up on Wikipedia that, you know, they they tried to test him, they tried to catch him out, see if he was lying, uh, but they don't actually say what the results were of those Mm. tests. So it could be bollocks. uh, Right. (laughs) But you know the little box that's in the top right-hand corner of a Wikipedia page that gives you sort of the facts, the sort of the details? Yes. Uh, We've got Mohammed, a picture of him. Underneath it says Muhammad in 1910. Died unknown, probably in World, probably in world War One. <laughs> probably. Uh, nation from Germany, known for being able to read and do simple maths. <laughs> and that's his, <laughs> that's his little write-up. Um, it is, it's very vague, isn't it? Like, with him tattling on other horses and being yeah. able to read. Like, I can understand, not that I necessarily believe it happened, or, or believe it was genuine, but I can understand how he could give mathematical answers, because that was explained you know he taps yeah. left for da, da, da. but how was he how do you prove that he could read or how was he mm. saying this horse is lazy because yeah. what i've heard about this horse is just what you said earlier which is that they thought maybe the uh the owner or the groomer or whatever you call it the horse guy mm-hmm. was um like signaling the answers and basically getting it to tap left and tap right but um 
yeah, it's all very inconclusive, that write-up, isn't it? Like, it is. did they then remove him from the room and test it? And was it still successful? Like, Just Even the outcome of the tests they did would be nice to yeah. know. But we, yeah. we don't have access to that information. At the bottom, it does mm-hmm. say, see, or, or, uh, see also, clever hands. Clever Hans was a horse oh, yeah. that was claimed to have performed arithmetic and other intellectual tasks. There's a whole other thing. I really should have covered what? Clever Hans because there's a much more, there's a much bigger write-up here uh, at the bottom. There's a there's there's an entire section dedicated to the Clever Hans effect. Wow. I think that's the one I've heard of, and maybe I'm getting this horse mixed up with Clever Hans because the name rings a bell. Horses. Yeah, yeah. But Mohammed could make do music somehow. Apparently, yeah. it doesn't describe that. Instru- but yeah. allegedly, he could. Uh, at least in Clever Hans's page, there's a photo of him with the caption "Clever Hans performing in 1904," and there are people gathered yeah. around. Uh, whereas Mohammed, this just pictures of the horse stood there. Of our horse, yeah. Of our horse. So I I do like to believe that Mohammed uh, was so clever that he escaped his his duties in world war one and uh lived peacefully somewhere mm, in a field uh, away from the conflict yeah oh, so in his mouth yeah there we are Boy. that's my thing mohammed and then it says in brackets horse <laughs> that's, that's my that's my article thank, for today thank you very much thank you i didn't know horses were so good at math i, not just I have a sneaking suspicion thing. that they aren't michael yeah um mm-hmm. i get the impression that it could be bollocks but we just don't know in much the same way that you'll have a Wikipedia article about you in 50 years, about all of your feats, and, you know, we won't know. No one will know for sure if they're true. Yeah. So. True. Oh, all my feats are recorded on the internet, so sadly there's proof. It's true. <laughs> well, yeah. Hot British guy farts 50 times or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. I, I, yeah, I've got evidence. Thank mm. you, Ben. You're welcome. Horses. That concludes all of the things this week. Thank you so much for submitting yeah. your things. Thank you, boys, for your things as well. Uh, We'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks' time, but again, we're not entirely sure because the week that we may end up recording, uh, or at least certainly the the week that the next episode should be releasing is the day after we do the Vidiots reunion stream, and so there may not be enough time to to get all that turned around. So we'll let you know, but certainly there will be at least one more podcast before Christmas, and uh, Mm -hmm. if you want to get those pod squads in to get a shout-out, then... Mm -hmm. You know, make sure you stay on top of that. Uh, Mikey, I believe there's some sort of shop. A shop indeed. If you head over to vidiotsofficial.com and click on that lovely, enticing, appealing four-letter word that is shop, you'll be greeted with a veritable bounty of goodies which you can wear and use around the house, including T-shirts, stickers, mug, hat and hoodie. Mm. Aren't they lovely? So lovely. Go check one out. But also, do keep your eyes peeled on the shop for maybe the thing we might be releasing around the time of the stream. But if you just can't wait, if you want your Vidiots tat and you want it now, then head over to vidiotsofficial.com and click on shop. Thank you. Can we do, uh, I mean, this this could be cut out of the podcast if it's uh, something we should discuss off air perhaps. But is it possible for us to do a Black Friday sale? Our margins are so incredibly thin. Right. No. That's fair. Okay. I thought that might have been the case, but sorry, everyone. No bargains today. Sorry. 
what else have I got here? How about you go check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all dot com forward slash Vidiot and Vidiot's official. Our Discord is com forward slash Discord. Thank you to Tommy and Fleckers who modest there. Go check out the Discord. Say hello to fellow listeners. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash Vidiot's official. That's where we will be streaming and where we stream occasionally. I can hear the cat yelling. I oh, think she's I got can a, hear the yeah, cat. I could hear something then in the hey, back. She's just squeaking. I think she's got a toy. She's she's going mad for the hair bubbles at the moment. Um, yeah, twitch.tv forward slash Vidiot's official. That's where we will be streaming on the 8th of December, right? Uh, at 8pm, yes. hopefully. I'll let you know. Where, where are you? Oh, what's going on, buddy? Where are you? I can't even see her. She's probably brought something in she wants me to throw around. She's fine. Oh, I bet it's a mouse. It's not a mouse. Oh. She's not on that side. It's fine. Oh, okay. Ooh, it's all fine. good. Let me say if... if it's a mouse, then you've got mice. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a much <laughs> bigger problem. Yeah. Podiance.com is where you need to go. Uh, if you donate £3 or more, you'll join Pod Squad. You'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast, and you'll support us in what we do here and support the things that you enjoy. And uh, it means an awful lot to us. Mikey, can you kick us off again, please? I can indeed. We begin with Palestiner Math. What is the wrestler name uh, again? Steiner that's... Math. Steiner they say all men are created equal, but you look at me and you look at Smorjo and you can see that statement is not true, etc. <laughs> oh, is that dude? Oh. Uh, the Blobbit, Dildo Shaggins, Stephen Scordes, Blobby's Wobbly Nobby, Lord Brotovich, and Word a Cunt is Freddie Webber. We've also got Gromit Romney, Mr. Macca, Can I Pet That Dog, Prince Beefcakes, Isaac Cox, and Donaco7. And finally, John Dillerman, doxed myself last pod, must be too chuggy for Streamlabs, and reverse poo go back up bum. It do. Thank you so much like for supporting us. Podiots.com. Three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast. Uh, Peter, what's out on Vidiots this week? Five years ago. I'll tell you. It's Poddy, it's episode 20, book ache. Spyro reignited blindfold challenge. The Little Britain DVD game is broken. A classic. God bless it. God bless it. Worst games ever, Miami Vice. Vidiot's live Twitch stream, Dark Souls Remastered number six. Poddy, it's 21, Honey Linears. Uh, we split the sausage. See, it's starting to be all the the final stuff of the year. Um, a, an unlisted video with 18 views called Happy Birthday Oisin. Um, worst games ever, The Legend of Spyro, The Eternal Night. Vidiot's live Twitch stream, Fallout 76 Disaster, another <laughs> classic. Yeah. Um, and I think the last one, Vidiot's live Twitch stream, Dark Souls Remastered Finale, came out the same day as this podcast. Let me just turn the page, see if there's another one. There's not. That's it. That's it. For this That's fortnight. It. That's yeah. your lot. It's going to get a bit quieter from here on in. On mm-hmm. the uh, five years ago this week. And then it all kicks off again. We get to do it all again. Watch through all of yep. Idiots. Uh, what an exciting time to be alive. Uh, Mikey, whereabouts are you on the internet? At Parrot Boy on Twitter and Instagram. That's the best place to keep up with what it is I'm doing. Thank you. And Peter, where are we? We are at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude on Twitter. I'm also on Instagram. And you can get us together at Team Triple Jump on, yes, Twitter, but more importantly, on YouTube and Twitch, where we are playing video games, doing silly cooking, uh, doing worst games ever, rules bosses over there, Billy Ray Walrus, all your old favourites, apart from Michael Johnson, your biggest old favourite from the video days or times. 
Wonderful. Why not leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice? It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms, and by golly, we'd really appreciate it. If you're not in a position to pod squad support us, that is a fantastic way that you can do that for free, and it would mean an awful lot to us. Uh, yeah. Do we have a final question before we go? Um, hmm. uh, What's your weird talent? What would you yeah. be at the Moulin Rouge doing? What can yeah. you suck up your bum? Yeah. <laughs> Move over, Sticky Vicky. You've got competition. Ooh, awful. Uh, thank you so much awful. for listening slash watching, everybody. We will see you hopefully in a couple of weeks, but we will definitely see you on the 8th of December at 8pm on Twitch for Vidiot's Reunion 5, we've decided is what it is. Yes. yes. Brilliant. Take care. <laughs> see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.